Happy Tuesday, Seattle hockey fans. Happy Ron Francis Day, Seattle Kraken fans. We'll get into that a little bit later. But we've got some news, broadcast news, uh, anniversary news, and of course, we're still talking free agency. All that is coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle sports fans, Erica L. Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. I was in transit. I'm back here in New York, and the news broke that Eddie Olchek leaving the Chicago Blackhawks, the Chicago native, the, the former Blackhawk himself, spent 15 seasons in the booth for the Blackhawks, moving on. And apparently, the Seattle Kraken have landed a big fish. So, now why is this happening? What does this mean? Who is Eddie Olchek? I, you know, I knew of Eddie, knew of his career, uh, even learned a little bit more about his battle with cancer. But um, I didn't realize just how enthralled in Chicago Eddie Olchek is. I was just in Chicago, beautiful city, especially in the summertime. But um, I really enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about Eddie Olchek and his time with the Chicago Blackhawks for this episode. So let me take you first to uh, this report here. This is coming from the Seattle Times, our own Jeff Baker reporting on the news wasn't the first to break it but the news that eddie olchek um was coming to seattle um and so you see that he will join the rude sports tv booth for kraken games right now we do know that eddie olchek like john forslin has national broadcast responsibilities so jeff in his piece talks about not knowing if this is going to be an opportunity for eddie to start with the seattle kraken at the beginning of the season um you know we, we're still trying to figure all of that out. Another question that I had was, what does this mean for JT Brown? We had him on our very first ever episode of Locked on Kraken, retired, went into the booth, was a part of that Root Sports Seattle Kraken broadcast booth that, uh, and we'll talk about The Athletic in a minute, but The Athletic named one of the top broadcast teams, including Allison Lucan. Um, in the entire NHL. So a lot of people questioning, now that we add Eddie, have John and JT, Allison, all the guys in studio, uh, Piper Shaw, of course, rinkside, does this mean the Seattle Kraken are going to have the best broadcast team? Well, as someone who is a broadcaster herself, cutting my teeth, learning the game, I can tell you, regardless of what other people think, I have been having a fantastic time. There's so much knowledge Jen Mueller is another one. Uh, so much uh, difference of, of approach, which I really appreciate. You can't be John Forslund. You can't be 
Eddie Olchek. You have to be yourself. So I'm very curious to see what that means. Okay, anyway, so I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. So what does this mean for JT Brown? Well, multiple reports, including from Jeff Baker, are saying that the Seattle Kraken are going to a three-person booth. Yes, they all happen to be men, at least for right now. But I'm going to say they're going to a three-person booth. That can always be a little bit tricky in broadcast overall. You'll see in the Jeff Baker piece and a, a few other people pontificating that it's JT Brown and John Forslund returning. And John Forslund and Eddie Olchek have worked together before. Perhaps that chemistry will come together in the most beautiful way. And we know our Seattle Kraken team is going to be 500 or better. So it should make for a good time. Okay, that last piece is a little bit of me projecting my bold prediction for this particular season, but we shall see what happens. Now, before we move on from this, I do want to get into a little bit of the reporting of how, why this happened, and I want to show you this. I'm not going to play it for you, but uh, the link will be in the show notes. There was a, a great interview that Eddie did um, for... NBC Sports Chicago obviously has ties there over the years, even just in Chicago as as a and in in the hockey community, let alone as a broadcaster. But unfiltered with Dan Kaplan, great conversation, highly recommend it. But you hear Eddie in this conversation, and again, the link will be in the show notes for those of you watching on YouTube. I'll have the link there as well. You can just go ahead and click that link, and it'll take you over there. Make sure you watch it after the show, right? After after my show, after my podcast. Anyway, um, I enjoyed this interview. They talked about a, a wide range. Dan Kaplan did. He asked all the right questions. Uh, you know, Eddie gave all the right answers. But ultimately, what I deduced from this conversation, and we'll go to some other reporting that supports this, Eddie wanted a long-term contract. And the Chicago Blackhawks, Listen, uh, what, from what I know about the Blackhawks, and it's not great things, we've talked about the Kyle Beach situation, I've talked about some of the um, uh, the optics of them having, you know, they have a lot of women actually in the women's hockey space that are over there, some people that have been in the Premier Hockey Federation, which of course is where I come from. So um, I love that they're doing that. And some of the performative stuff has been a little bit tough. We've talked about how, you know, they really shut down local beat writers for asking them, for daring to ask them to what their plan is regarding moving on from the reports about Kyle Beach and, and that stuff and where the accountability is. So there's definitely some blemishes on this Blackhawks organization. Eddie Olchek, from everything that I've seen and heard and know, is not one of them. Um, but I also get the sense that this is a Blackhawks franchise. And, of course, we know what they did in free agency uh, or didn't do. Um this is a franchise that's trying to move on. I was in Chicago. They were talking about the Bulls, but I get the sense that Chicago franchises trying to keep up with champion WNBA champion Chicago Sky probably, but they got to get hipper. They got to get younger. They got to really start tapping into the Chicago land community in a different way. And I think I'm not saying that they're not related, but I do think that the Kyle Beach situation and the sexual assault 
um, allegations and the way that that has been handled perhaps provides Chicago with an opportunity to think differently. It sounds like Chicago thought they were going to have Eddie. It sounds like Eddie wanted to come back, but ultimately Eddie wanted a little more security than Chicago was willing to provide. And so um, if you head over to The Athletic, some really great insight here. Again, they do talk about Kyle Beach. This is Mark Lazarus, uh, and he has a co-writer. Let me just scroll up because I always try to be thoughtful of the byline here. But um, so I think what you see from this story and it's, uh, oh, Greenberg, right, thank you. It's John Greenberg, Mark Lazarus, check it out. I really thought that this little uh, back and forth that they did whoops, uh, was very informative, including what's next. And so one of the names that's coming up is Kaylee Chelios. And you see Chelios and Olchek there. Katie, or Kaylee, excuse me, Chelios was able to work in the booth for International Women's Day. That's when I got my break with the New Jersey Devils, and she had a great video talking about that. Chelios, her father, former athlete, now in the booth, national part of the national broadcasts for the NHL this season. So that's one of the names that's being floated around. Again, an opportunity for this Chicago Blackhawks franchise that could use some... Uh, positive maneuvering away from very unfortunate and very serious um, problems and missteps by the organization. How much did that factor into Old Check? I don't really know, but certainly something to consider. Another thing that we're hearing is that, again, uh, with Old Check doing some national broadcasts as well as doing things in other sports, there was a little bit of a um, prorate, if you will, trying to figure out and maneuver the contract, uh, marking off and, and discounting when Olchek wasn't available, but then also perhaps providing more per game, so to speak, when he was available, wasn't interested in that, and the Kraken, I guess, made him an offer he could not refuse. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want to talk a little bit more about free agency. We're going to stick with The Athletic. Uh, Ryan Soto Clark on vacation. Hope he's having a good time. But before he left, The Athletic staff gave some grades. So we're going to go over that. We're going to look at Cap Friendly. And I mentioned Happy Ron Francis Day. So that'll lead into a conversation about how we think Ron Francis has done in what is now going into his third season behind this new franchise. Right now, though, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, you know I love talking about Built Bar. I'm a snacker at heart. And so when you have a snack that's good for you, helps me meet my caloric intake, my nutrient intake for the day, I absolutely love talking about Built Bar. And so right now we're going to talk about the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs edition. It got the Puffs treatment. I, I haven't had the Coconut Brownie Chunk yet. I did have the Mud Pie. Whoa. Whoa. And the best thing about all of the Built Bars is that they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, 
all delicious and 100% covered in real chocolate. And Built Bars have the collagen protein that's a part of the puffs, uh, as well as just the rest of the bar. And this uh, ab absorbs in your body more efficiently and provides health benefits. I talk about nails and hair and skin. So it's something that tastes good and is good for you. Uh, the puffs taste amazing, but and you can enjoy them guilt-free, which is why they're even amazinger. I know that they used to have a hag, uh, tagline, deliciouser, but can we get amazinger maybe in the next read? I don't know. Check it out. Let's workshop it. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. All of that is what you can find in just the latest Built Bar flavor. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and that will get you 15% off your next order of Built Bars. Built.com. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. As always, we thank you for listening and watching Locked on Kraken. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about our NFL channel. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked on gives you the 50 most valuable players in the, in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. This will be available. Uh, it's already available, I should say. It started yesterday, July 18th, and you can listen to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. Okay, I told you we're going to talk about the athletic again. I want to take us over to the grades. Um, and again, if you want to learn more about Eddie Olchek and some of that, check out the links including the uh, the video of him with, with with Kaplan. I really enjoyed that conversation. But let's go to free agency grades. And I kind of love when outlets do this, as I used to write with The Athletic on the WNBA side, and these were always a lot of fun to do. You get to collaborate with some of your other writers. So the Seattle Kraken, a B grade. I think this is fair. I think it's solid, but not exceptional not outstanding I kind of think we needed an exceptional and outstanding free agency but we can see what Ryan Soto Clark is saying here uh, Ron Francis said the Kraken could do more but they also want the flexibility to just be safe still they met their needs and have the potential to do more that's coming from Ryan Soto Clark one of the amazing writers that covers the Seattle Kraken this for the athletic uh we talked about jeff baker like i want to make sure you know the people that are covering the crack and they do such great work and i learned so much from them anyway i honestly think a b might be a lie i think i'm hovering more in the b minus range because i i think we have a lot of centermen on the roster right now. I'm not sure how many of them are going to be in it for the long haul. Now, on the one hand, that might not be a problem if you're hedging your bets that Maddie Beneers and Shane Wright are going to be stars in the NHL. I like Maddie Beneers. Shane Wright, the scout, is that he's really solid. We talked about it yesterday. Perhaps has an attitude problem. Does he show up fully all of the time? Listen, I, I can understand and appreciate that that consistency is important. I do think, though, that those are things you can work on with a young guy. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but how long is that going to take? 
how long is that going to take? The Seattle Kraken don't want to build through the draft every year. We've heard Ron Francis talk about that. They have a lot of draft assets. I don't think they moved as many of them as I thought they would. They've kind of held on to those cards. We did see them make a move, and we'll talk about that a little bit uh, later on the show. But um, I think it's a B-minus for me. It's like a right there on the cusp, but I think it might be a B minus. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, we we saw. I want to take you over to Cap Friendly now because I mentioned we're a little bit heavy in the centerman position. But how many centermen do we have that can actually help Maddie Beniers and Shane Wright develop? Uh, so I want you to take a look at Cap Friendly first. Let's look at about nine point eight caps, but um. If you look at this, we have, I mean, you're talking Yanni Gord. I, I mentioned it before. It can kind of play everywhere. Jared McCann, we have, I like those two. Wenberg, eh, I mean, I'm not disappointed, but I'm not overly excited about Wenberg. Uh, I mentioned Shane Wright and Manny Beniers, obviously. Uh, you have Carson Coleman, who we just agreed to terms with. Um, John Hayden, we just picked up. And Morgan Geeky, I talked about that. He's going into arbitration. For my take, I don't know that we need Geeky. Uh, you can out Pizza the Hut, apparently. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not sold on Geeky. I'm not necessarily sold on any of these other guys. I think you got to keep Gord. I like I've always liked what McCann can do. Um, and of course, you're going to keep Wright and Beneers. Um, Coleman. Mm. Hayden is a veteran presence. I think this is a little bit of a, uh, they actually use this term a lot in the Eddie Olchek, uh, but you know, like a bridge contract, it's a bridge contract. So we've got young guys, we've got some, you know, average, solid, they'll show up and smile and have a good time contracts. We've got some potential in Beneers and Wright, but I feel like, I mean, Nazem Kadri's still out there. Apparently, he's waiting for teams to free up cap space. There are reports that he wants to start at the 8 mil. I feel like with what the Seattle Kraken have right now, I don't see them, according to what we see on Cap Friendly, making that jump. If they were to go after Kadri, which I wouldn't be mad, I would not be mad if they tried to go after Kadri. But if they're going to do that, I think they have to offload some things. Um, because... I like what Ryan S. Clark was saying, and again, it's what Ron Francis has been saying, to have a little bit of that security. And I think it goes back to Olchek. We were talking about Eddie Olchek and why he didn't stay with Chicago ultimately was a little bit of what am I getting in the here and now as far as what the contract is worth, but then also how long, what are the terms of the contract. And that's the slippery slope that we see the Seattle Kraken on. And I think that potentially could be why maybe a Nazem Kadri doesn't make sense. That being said, I think it may need a little more, not a little more. I think they need some more established guys. I think these are still bridge contracts. These are still bridge players. I don't know that this lineup gets us to what I want to see, which is to really teeter at that 500 or better. I think the Seattle Kraken, with the assets that they had, could potentially do that, but it's perhaps a little bit of the timing. Timing is everything, as they say. And were they able to space out and reach out to potential uh, unrestricted free agents and get that balance of timing right. Um, you know, they're not going to necessarily win 
um, a, a conversation over, and maybe that's what we're seeing with Geeky. Like, you know, you'll see guys that want to stay, or athletes, um, you'll see athletes, they want to stay with their franchise, or they want to go home to the franchise that's in their hometown, finish out their career there, and so they take a little hometown discount or something like that, so that they can create space to get players that will help them be competitive. The Seattle Kraken don't have that good faith right now. They have one season. It wasn't a great season. The goaltending, I think, still has to be addressed. So they're not going to get those deals. They're not going to get those deals. In my mind, though, the way the roster is, they're still not going to get those deals in the next three to five years until they really start saying, we want to win and we want to win now. I get the desire to want to be safe. I'm a little disappointed in it, though. I'm a little disappointed in it. But we shall see how it all pans out. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I guess I told you a little bit about how I feel about Ronnie Francis, at least how he's moving, him and his squad are moving. But it's Ron Francis Day. Shout out to, again, Kraken season. I love, that's one of the places I go just to get a quick overview of what's happening. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, as well as one of the prospects and their lineage in hockey, which we've heard from Ron Francis, certainly plays a part in the scouting of prospects. So that's coming up on Locked on Kraken. Hey, we're back with another episode of Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making us part of your daily routine. We hope you've got a daily routine. You know, I talk about it. I talk about it all the time. Okay, so... I want to take us over to Kraken Season. You know I love this account. Once again, they keep me up to snuff. But three years of Ron Francis. And there's a little bit of a discussion going on here. How do we think Ron Francis is doing? I I, I like how Ron Francis talks to media. I think he's pretty straight up. He'll tell you if he's not going to talk about something. He'll probably tell you why he's not going to talk about something. But he'll still give you a sense of what the decision-making process is. And I appreciate that. He's not telling you what decision that the team is making, but he'll he'll give you some insight on what the team is thinking. And I think that's fair. I, like I said, think we could be more aggressive in free agency. However, I get wanting to play a longer term, the longer game, I should say. I've talked before. I think it's a three-year process for Ron Francis. I did want to see a little bit more of hitting the Jets in year two, which would be now, but... If it's really more of a three to five year process, Allison Lucan and I talked about this when she was on the podcast. I've talked about it in length as we were ramping up for season one. I could see that three to five year and I'm not mad if it's more of a five year plan. I guess maybe I just have to be a little bit patient, but I think there are opportunities here. You never know how injuries are going to go. You never know how retirement is going to go. You never know how prospects are going to work out. And I think there was an opportunity for the Seattle Kraken to get uh, an established veteran that at least has one, maybe two contracts left in them. And they had the money, I think, to do that. I haven't seen them do that yet. Does that mean that there are moves on the, you know, in, in the parking lot, so to speak? I kind of hope so, but I'm not, I'm not overly excited about this Seattle Kraken roster. I, Talked about hometown discounts in the last segment. I think Ryan Donato wants to be at this franchise. 
is he going to take a hometown discount? Is that why they didn't want to go to arbitration with him? Uh, you know, into the hearings. Morgan Geeky is in those hearings. I I cannot imagine a world in which, if I were Ron Francis, I would work out a deal with Geeky and not with Ryan Donato. But I have been very clear about how I personally feel about the energy that Ryan Donato brings to this franchise. And in looking at this roster, uh, let me close this out. You don't need that. In looking at this roster, we need energy. We're going to get Turbo back, which will be great. But, ah, come on. It's still entertainment, baby. Give me that entertainment. And I know wins are sexy. Nothing's more sexy than a win, especially if it's going to get you to the playoffs. But if you're not making the playoffs, baby, Come on, let's have a little fun with it. And I don't think Donato is a liability. I don't think Donato is a liability. So that's my two cents. Ronnie Francis, let me know a question of the day. How do you think he's doing? And again, check out Kraken Season if you're on uh, Instagram because they have a conversation going on in the chat, chat, chat. All right, let's go back to um, let's go back to the uh, Seattle Times. And I want to take you to one of our prospects and get to know a little bit more about Ben McDonald. Uh, great story here. Uh, family, hockey is the family business. And Ben McDonald, the latest to be drafted into service. What a line. What a, what a headline. I kind of love that. And then you hear uh, or you read in this story that this was the one move that the Seattle Kraken made. McDonald, like a lot of people on the Kraken roster, has roots, hopefully like Ryan Donato, uh, has roots to Massachusetts. And the Bruins, this was a deal that the Kraken made with the Bruins to get McDonald. So there's something that they saw in this young guy that they liked. He will stay back home. He is going to Harvard. So this is a little bit more of a long tail than what we anticipate will be the, the case with Shane Wright, who, as Ron Francis said, to quote Ron Francis, had, will be given every opportunity to make the roster. That's kind of his little saying that he has about right that he has about veneers basically everybody so uh mcdonald a little bit more of a long tail than what we expect the centerman to be again kind of going back to another conversation because i think they're really trying to get veneers and right on the roster this season that cadre deal so so tempting offensively i don't think you're gonna get that from right or veneers off the bat defensively, meh, and oh goodness, the Seattle Kraken need defense, so the, the Kadri deal might not be the right one, I'd love to see them go out and get some defensive help though, whether that's a defenseman or just someone who knows that defense is how you win championships, anyway, all right, so uh, Ben McDonald, check that out if you haven't already, Eddie Olchek, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Root Sports brings us this hockey season. There's already some great hashtag content. Piper and Allison Lucan bringing us amazing content. If you're not, if you haven't checked it out, do that. I uh, I've got my Fubo subscription all good and ready to go. Before we close out, I know I talked yesterday about uh, home run derby. I'm wearing my You Gotta Believe from the Seven Line Army. 
Polar Bear. I, I should have known. Just because I was rooting for him, he didn't do well. But I will tell you that um, it was fun. It was fun to watch Julio Rod Rodriguez. I was watching from an airplane, mostly watching on social media because uh, I, there was a lot of storms, stormy weather. <laughs> There's a lot of stormy weather here on the East Coast, and it delayed me a little bit. But but it was fun. It was fun to see Julio Rodriguez made it to the final, uh, lost out to Juan Soto. But uh, great performance. And as someone on social, I can't remember who right now, apologies. But as they said on social media, he actually hit the most home runs. So uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, so, I'm, a, I'm a Julio Rodriguez fan now. Good looking guy. Can hit dingers. Uh, so represents the Mariners and, of course, the Latino community. So, um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I wanted the best for my guy, but all good things must come to an end. I, I love that he made such a, a spectacular debut, and I think it's good for the Seattle Mariners to, on the national stage, get a little bit of respect, right? Put a little respect on the Mariners. I certainly have nothing but respect um, for the Mariners. It's been fun too as I started doing more Locked on Kraken stuff, being able to follow that, going out to Mariners games when I'm in Seattle. So if you ever want to catch a game and I'm around and I know Jeff, you can attest to this but I'm always down to say hey. <coughs> Ooh! As I <coughs> got a little choky, got a little choked up. Excuse me, let me clear my throat. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, <laughs> All right, so that's our show. Uh, we'll see. The Seattle Kraken seem to make news a little bit every day, which I appreciate. Keeps it fun for us. But uh, wellness tip of the day, especially if you are on the East Coast, there's a heat wave coming. I know I've said this before, but I truly mean it. Uh, stay hydrated. Make sure that you have, have your fan and your AC going. Um, and check on people. All right, it's hot out there. It's a scorcher. Make sure you stay hydrated. Hold fast, stay true, and I will see you tomorrow.